Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast, episode 109. Thank you for joining me. My name is Adam Richardson. I'm the editor of Pod Bible Magazine and I love doing the Pod Bible Podcast. It is my happy place. I get to come and hang out with all my best mates, uh, all you guys. We get to hang out, we get to chat. How are you doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is literally just me sat in a room. But that is the joy of podcasts, I guess, isn't it? Even though it is me sat in a room, I am talking to you all and we're going to talk to a load of podcasters today who you can listen to and you can feel as if they're your mates. And if you don't want friendships, if you're not looking for more mates, you can learn stuff from them. And if you're not looking to learn, you can be entertained and they can make you laugh. There's all sorts of great reasons why podcasts are amazing. You know that by now. We're 109 episodes in. I don't need to keep going on about it. Let's just get on to what we're here to do. Firstly, we're here to talk about the brand new Pod Bible magazine, which is out now, issue 21. Had to double check that. Uh, we're 21 issues deep now, guys. It's getting serious. And the cover stars for issue 21 are true crime superstars, Hannah and Saruti from Red Handed. Now, Red Handed have an amazing backstory, and you can go and listen to them talking to me all about it on this very podcast. Uh, one of the first ones. I think one of the early ones we recorded during lockdown, or maybe it was before that, actually. Episode 51, if you want to go and listen to Hannah and Saruti telling us all about how their podcast came about. Obviously, we have an interview in the magazine as well, so you can go and order that um, or read the digital version at podbiblemag.com. I recommend it. They've done an incredible job. It's one of my favorite stories to tell people. Whenever I'm talking to people about podcasts and they don't know about pods, or they don't really get it and they think it's just celebrities talking to other celebrities, I quite often reference Red Handed and their story. Their rags to riches story. Not quite rags. That's a bit harsh. But yeah, go and read the magazine. We've got loads of new recommendations, reviews, interviews. We've got columns from Acast and from Audible and from Stack and from Apple Podcasts as well. Um, got loads of good stuff. Go and have a look. Okay, let's focus on this episode of the pod bible podcast and we're going to kick things off with two brand new guests people who i've wanted to have on for a little while um i think we go into it a little bit on the podcast but um yeah these guys have have done really well with their show and obviously they've won awards and they've just been doing great stuff and i'm babbling so let's just get into the chat with poppy J and rabina pavani from brown girls do it too All right, it's time for a Pod Bible podcast, and I'm joined by Poppy J and Rubina from the wonderful Brown Girls Do It Too. Hello. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having us. Thank you. I've just spent the last sort of five minutes before we recorded this apologizing because I had to rearrange our last recording. I was late to this one. You guys probably think Pod Bible are awful and unprofessional. But we think the complete opposite about you and your podcast, uh, and we want to hear all about it. So who would like to take the lead? Who who can tell us how the podcast came about and what it's all about? Rabina, this is always you. <laughs> <laughs> so Poppy and I both have full-time jobs where we work in television and work making TV podcasts and video. Uh, and somebody mm-hmm. listened to a podcast that I made, which was like an amateur podcast, very bedroom style podcast. And obviously Poppy has done quite a lot of stuff at BBC Three and kind of decided that he had this idea that he, this small Bengali man called Rayhan, didn't really know the stories of his mother's and pitched this idea to us, Brown Girls Do It Too. 
three Asian women talking about sex because he'd never heard these stories of his mother's. And he said, there must be women out there now who are like burning to tell these stories. And honestly, when he called us and spoke to us, we were like, absolutely no way. That's like, and also it's really regressive to say like brown girls do it too. Like, of course we do. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't be ridiculous. But we didn't really realise there was such a, a market for it. And then the next thing, you know, we're yeah. in a BBC canteen just talking about our vaginas. Amazing. All right. And how did that yeah. develop? So you say there were... There were three of you, and yeah, we. I mean, he put the, he put the three of us together, and we we had never met each other. We didn't know anything about each other, and then, like Rabina said, we're in the BBC canteen talking about our fannies, and then we're actually live mm. on air talking about our fannies. Um, and I think the one thing, hats off to him, and this is something that a lot of people comment on is our chemistry. You know, we were a blank canvas to each other. We didn't know each other, and so when we were telling these stories. It was it was completely unfiltered, and the reactions that we got from each other were so genuine. Because often, I think, with, you know, with best friends or close friendships, you kind of finish yeah. off each other's sentences. Whereas these were stories that we were really telling, and we hadn't even told our actual real friends at that point. You know, we were telling each other, so it became quite therapeutic. And Rubina always says this thing when we when we did this back in 2019, we really did think six brown girls in Bradford would listen yeah. to it, and that would be the end of it. Um, and then obviously fast forward how many years later, we, you know, we won the award, which really put us on the map. Well, we like to think that we're critically acclaimed with zero commercial <laughs> success. But, you know, we, 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 we won big and that put us on the map. And then, of course, the rest is history. Like we're, we're now been optioned for a drama. We started recording series three. Our brown girls do it too. We did two works in progresses last year in Soho, a very mm. surreal moment in our careers, let me tell you. And now we're taking on tour. So it, it has kind of blown up in our faces in the nicest way possible. Yeah, amazing. I love the story. And I love the fact that, you know, starting from, from scratch, not really knowing each other, you're getting to know each other, but your listeners are coming on that journey as well. So as you say, you're not sort of friends who are yeah. chucking in all these references and private jokes. Yeah, yeah, totally. There are no inside jokes. We're, we're yeah. learning this stuff about each other for the first time. Yeah, together that's with nice. The so when you do do a callback, the listeners will know what you're talking about because they were there for the first time that that, that callback mm. was referenced mm. or whatever it is. So yeah, amazing. So what about the sort of the format of the episodes? Do you guys just get on? Is there a particular subject that you'll delve into? Or is it a catch up on what's been going on since the last episode? Rubina, how does it how does it work? Yeah, so the, the, actually the format's really evolved across the series. Series one was definitely three girls really just chewing the fat, having like a headline topic to discuss, like losing your virginity and then going down lots of rabbit holes within what that is, what that means, uh, how we all had different experiences of it, how we felt about it. And then series two, mm -hmm. uh, Roya left and Poppy and I decided that we wanted to use our platform because we just won a big podcast award at the British Podcast Awards. We thought what we should do is take our space and open it up to other Asian women. Um, so each episode we had a guest and we got them to come and talk to us about their sex lives and open up a, gun, a whole bunch of new topics that we were like, God, there's so much to talk about with sex. I mean, you think it's just like missionary and doggy, but really, really, there's a lot going on. Uh, and then series, <laughs> oh, series three, <laughs> <laughs> and then series three, like Poppy and I uh, have kind of gone back to our a more organic, chatting, chaotic, anarchic thing that we we do mm. together, um, and bringing in guests mm -hmm. as and when we we feel is useful. So actually, series three's format's way looser. We're just we're like letting ourselves do a bit more, like out of the studio. Maybe yeah. there's a guest, but it kind of is all dependent on the topic. Um, so this series we're covering stuff like getting older and having sex and how your libido changes across your lifetime and how self-pleasure can change. Uh, we're talking about BDSM and, uh, you know, we had quite a lot of different life changes as well. So series two, we were both in relationships and, and series three, Poppy's just come out of a, a 10 year relationship and I've, I've actually had a baby in January and that, that completely changes the way you think about your body and sex. Wow. Yeah, of course. So obviously it sounds like you start this off as a project. You weren't really sure how it was going to go. You're excited. 
And now you've got all these separate spin-off things. You've had multiple series and you've got stuff going on in real life. How, how do you, how do you juggle it all? You know, how, how you, how do you find that with, with jobs and trying to, cause I imagine it's a podcast that you're really excited about the next thing, the next thing recording the next episode, but obviously there's real life. Rabina, you've got the baby. How, how do you, how do you juggle it all? Rubina is amazing. I mean, every time we do a Zoom, she's got her baby on her either left tit or right tit. Those are the two she options. Calls it main and dessert. Like I don't know how I don't know how she I don't know how she does it. You know, we all had full time jobs when we did this, working insane hours. We managed to squeeze it weekends, evenings, and I think also it's just mm. the hustle culture now, isn't it? Like you have a job, you're a mother, you do a podcast, you're a vlogger, you're a barista, you're every, you know you know. So it's and because we love it and we have so much fun, we always make it work. Our producers hate us because we can't get our diaries together, but eventually we get there, don't we? Yeah, and I think for us as well, like, the podcast means quite a lot to us, not to get all sentimental. Like, it it kind of does. It's like this baby that you're quite rightly, like, it just went nuts. And and when we get those messages from Asian women telling us, like, please do a series three, please, when are you coming back? And we're like, well, we have to. Like, we have this, the the podcast is a collaboration, but not just between Poppy and I, but between, like, the wider British Asian female Mm. audience that we have. And we want to, like, respond to them. And, we you know, we're inviting them to help us develop stuff for our tour. So it means it's meaningful to us to continue. So we'll make the time for it. Great. And you referenced the tour there. Uh, that's something that's very exciting that I'd love to talk about, find out about and uh, what you've got planned and how you're feeling. So Poppy, what what's the deal? Out of the two of us, I never get nervous. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it yet. And, and I remember on, on the Wednesday when we did our first work in progress, which it's just a wanky theatre word. I mean, to us, it felt like a play. There's an audience yeah. we're on stage. It's a freaking play. And we were, um, there's a part of the show right at the beginning where we are hiding within the audience. I don't want to give too much away, obviously. Buy tickets, come mm-hmm. see us. And then we're hiding in this room and then we hide in the audience and no one knows we're here. And and you can hear record, pre-recorded versions of us out in the stage area. And you just, you're hit with this adrenaline. I'd, I'd never felt so nervous. But yeah. as soon as people started clapping, it all kind of fell into place and then you're just on adrenaline for the next hour and a half. It was it was amazing. I'd, I'd, I'd never experienced anything like it. Yeah. I, I, for momentarily, I wanted to leave my career and become a girl and become an actress. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it was, it was very fleeting. It lasted like two milliseconds. Yeah, because um, well, the... neither of us are actresses or performers. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably what we need to kind of clarify is like a lot of people take their podcasts on stage and normally, you know, like lots of really famous podcasts that you can go it's and see, like Richard Herring yeah. or Guilty Feminist, where you like, you know, they're like live studio recording. It's the podcast. Um but for us, uh, what we were trying to do is to do something different because we had seen a lot of those things and we were like, what can we do that adds like a bit of an extra element of like performance? Because we mm. both really enjoyed that. And so we ended up trying to basically write some sketches around our chat and also some songs and some dancing. So it's not just us on stage talking. We are very physical. We are trying a bunch of stuff. And because the whole yeah. podcast started up, started off as this like chaotic experiment, we're kind of just seeing how far we can push ourselves. And mm. uh, yeah, I mean, if anyone's listening to the podcast, they'll know that Poppy and I are like, we, you know, no filter, nothing's going on there. So if they come to see the stage show, they'll be like, what is going on here? Yeah. Rubina was eight months pregnant, jumping on a space hopper. I mean, that, I mean, you know, you know, you won't, you won't see her eight months pregnant now. I mean, you might. I don't know. But, um, yeah, we're crazy. We're crazy clowns. Yeah. So. I like it. It sounds like you're not just resting on your laurels. Like you say, do you, it would be easy to just get no, up there, no. wouldn't it, and sit two chairs, two mics and just have a chat. Well, well, initially, that's what we thought we would, well, I thought that's what we were mm. going to be doing, you know, podcasts on stage. And the reception to it was really heartwarming, you know, in, in the Soho Theatre Bar, I sort of, we, everyone had come up to us to thank us. Then Rubina makes everyone laugh and I make everyone cry. But there's a moment in there, was, 
sort of it's all fun and games and then right at the end it's sort of a poignant moment where we read out these letters and it's not validation I guess but it's so lovely to to see people because we get so many trolls this is the other thing with this mm. work we, we get so many people being incredibly rude and so when women are coming to us and not just Asian women not just brown women you know we had um mixed race women black women because it's a uni you know we talk about sex everyone has sex it's a universal themes that we touch on um and so people were really really I mean, they loved us and I love it when people love us. So. But we are hoping the tour kind of breaches out beyond like a theatre audience as well, because, you know, we're performing in lots of theatres around the country and, and mm-hmm. we're hoping that um, those people that don't often go to the theatre, because uh, even Poppy and I didn't really grow up going to the theatre, you know, yeah. we, we consider those quite like white, high culture spaces. Mm-hmm. And like if we could take ourselves there and make sure we're reaching out to the local Asian community and being like, you know, this is a space for you because they've let us, mm-hmm. they've let us get on the bloody stage. You guys are allowed in too. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. And so if people want to buy tickets or, or find details of the dates and the venues, uh, where's the best place for them to go? So they should head over to my Instagram. It's um, at Poppy J. Mm-hmm. And we're playing uh, for a week in Soho Theatre in London on the 18th to the 22nd. Then we're in um, Birmingham, Southampton, Brighton, Nottingham, Leeds, Manchester, Bristol and Leicester. And if they go to, hang on a second. It's brownvillesdeartree.com, I, I think. That you can if go they to. go to... Um, <gasps> my Instagram. If you could just get to my Instagram and give me a follow, that'd be great. <laughs> and no, I was giving the <laughs> Tilted one as well. So we're, we're doing this um, with uh, Tilted, the theatre company. Um, so if they go to uh, underscore Tilted CO, they'll have all the details there. Perfect. And I'm sure anybody listening to this will have the details in our episode notes and things like that as well. So uh, no doubt we'll link to it. And, you know, I'm sure it would be great to do a little interview or a feature for our newsletter and we'll we'll help spread the word as well via pod bible so yeah um, thank you thanks pod bible thank pod bible are the one aren't they they're like great yeah thank they're you. the absolute best i mean they're, they're always on time they never rearrange recordings or anything <laughs> like that they're they're really trust trustworthy and reliable um thank you i uh, i remember when you guys won the award at the british podcast awards and i thought oh we definitely need to do something with those guys on pod bible and uh it's taken us a little while to get around to it but it's been a pleasure to have you on you're going to come back on a future episode and recommend some of the podcasts that you love to listen to so we've got that to look forward to but in the meantime thanks for coming on and listeners go and buy tickets the live show sounds amazing thank you do it thank you thank you poppy and thank you rabina and of course you can go and check out all the details if you just give that a google brown girls do it to tour you can find out all the info and uh, buy some tickets go and check them out Okay, let's get into reviews and recommendations, should I say. Uh, We're going to have a return guest now. It is Penny Bell, host of Discovering Dementia, and she's going to recommend one of her favourite shows. All right, it's time for a podcast recommendation, and I have a return guest, Penny Bell from Discovering Dementia. Welcome back, Penny. Thank you. Nice to be here. Yeah, we had a lovely chat about your show, but I am interested now to find out what you listen to and how different it is from the podcast that you create. Because we often find that if people are podcasting about quite a serious subject or maybe quite a heavy subject or something, that then they listen to lots of light, fluffy comedy shows. Um, whereas some people might just go and listen to the same sort of stuff that they're creating. What about you? What do you generally listen to? I, I think there is an element of listening to kind of contrasting things like mm. fluffy things, but I'm an absolute 
podcast addict and so I listen to loads of podcasts all the time and uh, almost too many I guess because it was been very hard for me to narrow it down and pick one because I'll listen to I'll binge listen to something one week and then I'll be on to something else the next so I just have to go with what I'm doing right in this moment okay and I think I think that's probably the best way and I have recently just enjoyed listening to Sweet Bobby actually and and I know you've you've covered that quite a lot and I like that kind of narrative storytelling form I find that really interesting when especially when I'm sort of doing similar-ish things very slightly different way but um I really enjoyed listening to that but the one I'm listening to right now is uh, one called Sustainably Influenced which is one that kind of guides you through the minefield of sustainability and helps you think a bit more about ethical living and that's something I've been thinking about in my own life I've got I've got three daughters who are very interested in in the world and eco and sustainability and one of them works for um, a jewellery company called Wild Fawn that's really into um, eco jewellery and sustainable jewellery and so that's piqued my interest and another daughter studied geography so she's interested in all that kind of thing and I just felt I don't know enough about this you know I, I wish I could do more what can I do at home to make things better from an eco point of view and so I found this a really useful podcast and I've sort of started I, I started at the end if you like so I'm starting with the latest episodes and I've been working backwards and then I've mm. jumped and listened to some of the earlier ones and um, you know it can be anything on jewellery to fashion to what you can do in your bathroom to you know change products and I listened to a great one the other day about doing your washing, <laughs> which um, which I found really helpful, actually. I mean, I've okay. been washing clothes for years, but, you know, what kind? What can you put in your washing machine to save all those fibres from being washed out into the into the system? And um, how long should you wash your clothes for? How often should you wash your sheet? Just the simple things like that where you can maybe do something small but make make a big difference. Yeah, I imagine three daughters, you probably got through a lot of washing. We certainly over the years. did. <laughs> <laughs> So is yeah. this a is it a um, UK podcast or is it an American yes, it's one? UK based. Um, it's presented by Bianca Foley and Charlotte Williams, who are influencers, but also know things about the fashion world, and so they're really well placed to talk about it. And they've got you know strong opinions, and they're very good at finding interesting guests. And I particularly like it because they're not guests that I would necessarily hear anywhere else, unless it was say a, you know a, a, a special topic on women's hour or on the yeah. you know radio four or five live or something so i like that it's all kind of clustered there together and i can just go through each one and pick out the things that might be interesting or i can actually apply to my own life and, and they've just released one today actually on carbon offsetting which um i have to say i don't really understand and i want to know more about because my daughter that did geography is actually she's sort of writing little research papers on this as as part of a job so I feel like it would be very useful to understand it more. So I'm looking forward to listening to that one in particular. <laughs> Great. Oh, I love that. Yeah. There's a, there's a, I mean, I'm just having a look, a little scroll through their episode lists and there's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you, you hear about, you hear a lot of buzzwords and people bringing up these things and you quite often may sort of nod along and with the best intentions, but yeah, it'd be quite good to, to actually go a bit deeper and, and, and learn about some of these things and, and how we can make a difference. So I really like that you've recommended this one. I've never heard of it, but I imagine it's something that our listeners would love to to check out. I'm just having a look. So is it a weekly podcast? Yeah, looks like it is weekly. Yeah, They're on their so. fifth series. So there's plenty mm. to, to go through in the back catalogue. Wonderful. Okay, so that's Sustainably Influenced, uh, Bianca Foley and Charlotte Williams. Thank you very much. Thank you, Penny. Sustainably Influenced. There you go. Show I hadn't heard of. 
Um, but I'm definitely intrigued to check out. All right, let's wrap things up today with the final recommendation. It's another return guest, Jordan Rizieri. Now, Jordan used to be digital editor for Pod Bible magazine and has since written a couple of wonderful articles. If you go to podbiblemag.com and type in her name, you can find some of the lovely writing, the wonderful writing that Jordan has done. Jordan has a podcast. It's called Don't Talk to Me About Work. And I promise Jordan will be on in a couple of episodes time very soon to talk all about that show. Uh, She was on last week, or sorry, on the last episode, 108, talking about Cancelled, the Broccoli Productions podcast. And she's back again with a recommendation. Um, But as I said, she'll be back to talk about her show in a few episodes time. For now, though, let's hear what recommendation she has. I'll catch up with you after this. Jordan Rizieri is joining us. She is, of course, I was about to say one half of Don't Talk to Me About Work. That's kind of true, isn't it? Yeah, You're the host. It is. Yeah. Just not You're half on the, the actual podcast that you listen to. But yes, I am one half. Yeah. We have heard before that Jordan's a massive podcast fan and so uh, has loads that she could recommend. So the podcast that she does choose to recommend on the Pod Bible podcast must be pretty good if she's decided to elevate those above all others. What are we going to talk about today? Which show? I feel like we have to talk about the podcast that I never, ever miss when the new episode comes out. And that's the Stadio podcast on the Ringer FC feed. Nice. Okay. And that's a twice weekly show. So that's a that's a commitment. It is. I mean, at the time that we're recording this, they put out four episodes this week, I think. But that's just because of the nature of football at the moment. But yeah, they put out two episodes a week. They're actually, for those of you who may have purchased a recent edition of Pod Bibles magazine, they are on the same feed as Righty's House. So if you listen to Righty's House, you would also see something called Stadio come up in the same feed. But Stadio is okay. a different podcast. It's Ryan Hunt and Musa Akwanga talking about what's going on in football at the moment. And it's amazing. All right. Now... We're not going to let you off. That's not enough. You're going to need to say more. (laughs) But the reason is, I think it's important. It's because some people were here, oh, guys talking about football, been there, done that. There's loads of that around. I've got my shows that I like listening to, whether it's Football Weekly, Football Ramble, Totally Football, whatever. How does this differ? Because I think this differs quite a lot. And in fact, maybe you need to uh, let the listeners know about your experience with football because maybe you haven't even listened to any other football podcasts. I have listened to some other football podcasts. The The reason why – so I've only been watching football for about four and a half years at this point. So my football fandom is still very new. And one of the things that I think is a little bit of a barrier to entry for adults anyway who are trying to get into football or if you happen to be American or just not British, I guess, and listening to this soccer is what we're talking about, is that it can feel like something that you have to inherit that you have to like get your football team from your family or the place where you live. And if mm. you didn't grow up with it, how how do I learn about it? How do I understand the terminology and the rules and just the culture around it? And why are these things happening? Before we started recording this, we were talking about me watching a game that involved a German team. And I said, it looked like a carnival. There were streamers and stuff, and it wasn't even a final for anything. And so just understanding why different leagues and different teams and players and, you know, how the the business side of things work, you need something that can give you all of that. And so 
I actually, I know we hate to give credit to Scroobius Pip for anything, but Pip had Musa Akwanga on his podcast to talk about, because Musa is also a writer and he had a book coming out and they were talking about that. But Pip mentioned at the end, you can check him out on Stadio. And so I listened and it happened to be around the time in which something exciting was happening with the team that I support. And so it all worked out that I actually had a little bit of understanding some of the stuff that they were discussing because they were discussing my team. And so it felt so welcoming. They're very inclusive. They're very kind of aligned with my values. They're very welcoming. They support women in football, non-binary people in football, just generally making football more accessible to everyone. And they talk about things they each have, you know, Ryan's an Arsenal fan, like someone else I know, and Musa is a Manchester United fan, but they talk about their own teams in an objective way. They can support their teams and yeah. also say, like, we don't necessarily agree with the owners or this purchase that they made or whatever it might be. And so I find that refreshing, educational, and just exciting and fun to listen to. Those episodes are on the longer side. They're usually, they come in between like 45 minutes to an hour, but they're also fun. And the more episodes you listen to, there's a lot of callbacks to jokes and things. There's a running joke about a Zlatan take that Ryan will never release that Musa said. Um, so there's always like references to that. And I just really enjoy it. Every time a new episode comes up on my feed, I'm like, ah, I have to find the time to just sit down and listen to this and enjoy it. Same. But I've only got into it over the last year or so. But I, I just love I love listening to the pair of them talk. The warmth they have between them. They're clearly real, really great friends, like really quality friends who, who have a lot of time for each other. And they have great chemistry. And I think one of the reasons why I do like it is because they do cover so much. A lot of the other football podcasts used to cover a bit of European football and maybe even touch a bit on, on women's football. But then now they, instead of covering that, they'll have a whole other show that talks about European football or they'll have another whole women's football show. So they just focus on the Premier League. And I love Stadio because I like to know what's happening. I like to know the, the top stories. I like to get an idea of what's going on in other leagues, uh, apart from just hearing about Real Madrid and Barcelona and Bayern Munich. And I feel like I'm getting to grips with a lot of the other teams, the smaller teams in those leagues and the big stories, um, hearing stuff that I wouldn't necessarily hear elsewhere. But yeah, they also do cover a lot of the things that some people may sweep under the carpet or think it's not our place to discuss because we're a football show. But life's complicated and uh, there are a lot of things that are intrinsically linked to football that do need to be discussed. And again, they do it in a really sort of nuanced and respectful way so yeah and it never comes across as like lecturing or anything like that it's just kind of like these are the facts that if you want to make an educated decision or have an opinion about this you should know this this is the back history and it's so funny too because every time i listen to them i have a a note on my phone where I put questions that I have. So like, what is the 50 plus one rule in German football? Like, what does that mean? I don't understand that phrase. I need to do some research or, you know, what is the history about the managers that Manchester United have had since Sir Alex Ferguson and, and where we are now? Yeah. Like, it, that is not my team, but I would like to understand that better because it helps you understand decisions that are being made about managers for other teams. And so, yeah, it's just really wonderful. And I, I also think that they, like you said, they talk about lots of different leagues. So they 
the both of them happen to live in Berlin, so they do talk about Bundesliga a lot, but they talk about La Liga or Ligue 1, and they do give credit to other people in the footballing space for saying, like, this person happens to be the person that we would go to as the expert on La Liga. And so if you want more information, you should follow them, or this person does really amazing information like threads on Twitter about statistical analysis within football. That's not our specialty, but if you want to go talk to her. And so that is also like my Twitter feed is basically just me following people that Ryan and Musa have talked about on Stadio. So I really, really enjoy that. Wonderful. Well, I think people should go and check that out if if you've got a bit bored of your current football pods, whatever it may be. Maybe you haven't considered Stadio. And of course, you know, as you said, they're on the same uh, channel as Wrighty's House and Ryan and Musa are part of the rotating cast of Wrighty's House as well. So you can catch them uh, on there. And in fact, I think that all started because uh, Ian Wright guested on Stadio a couple of years ago, did a couple of episodes about the art of being a striker, I believe. They're great episodes to go and check out the start of a beautiful friendship between the three of them yeah they haven't done as many interviews recently they did one that i highly recommend that i i don't even know if it's like a stadio episode or a righty's house episode it might be kind of like a hybrid but they did interview i i assume he's the most beloved manager in arsenal history right is that right adam would you say that that's true yeah you're talking about Arsene. Yes. Yeah, that is true. You've got that one right, okay. Jordan. Well done. So they interviewed Arsene Wenger because a, a new film was coming out about his time as the manager of Arsenal. So that if you're looking for some place to start, that might be a good place to start. Also, if you just want to get a good idea of <laughs> the relationship between Ryan and Musa, I highly recommend looking for themed episodes. So rather than an episode in which they just cover the current events of football, like going and, and choosing the most recent one, they've done things where people have written in and s- made suggestions for like 11 players creating a team based on something. So, for example, the yeah. problematic 11, like 11 people you can't mention on Twitter and not end up with just like a thousand people jumping on top of you or the underrated 11. I think they might have done one where they built a team based on players who are similar to Marvel villains or something like that. Like they've done all kinds of fun, especially during the pandemic when there was no there was no football on. They were doing a lot more things like that. But yeah, that's a that's a good way to understand who Ryan and Musa are if you're looking for an entry point and then catch up on new episodes. Perfect. However, I would say if you're not keen on analogies, then this isn't the podcast for you because <laughs> Musa is the king of analogies. Absolute king. Yep. There'll be nobody who's not keen on that. Go and have a listen. Great recommendation. It's one of those where uh, they they don't often happen if somebody comes in and recommends something that I love as well. So we've gone on a bit longer because we're both passionate about it. But yeah, go and check out Stadio. Go and check out Don't Talk To Me About Work as well while you're at it. And uh, thank you, Jordan, for coming on again. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jordan. Stadio is one of my absolute favourites. I'm sure you could... Uh, hear that when we're having our chat there we often message each other about stadio i love to listen to it um i'm having a bit of a i'm not listening to as much football podcast content as i was now that the season's over i always like to have a little bit of a break but the stadio episodes always keep me coming back and uh yeah big fan of those guys so i add 
to that recommendation from Jordan. Thank you so much to Jordan, to Penny, to Ruby, to Poppy, uh, to everybody for listening and uh, tuning in once again. If you have any recommendations yourself, please feel free to get in touch with me on Twitter. My name is Ad, is my handle. Um, and uh, you can email me, adam at podbiblemag.com. Uh, remember, podbiblemag.com is the website where you can read the magazine, order back issues, read exclusive interviews and reviews and recommendations, and also uh, sign up to our weekly newsletter, which comes out every week. Our current digital editor, Fran Tarowskis, uh, also a previous guest on this podcast, uh, she edits and puts together that newsletter each week. It's a great mix of podcast news, reviews, added recommendations, and all sorts of other stuff. And it is very good it's much better than it when it was me who was doing the newsletter. I promise you that. All right, go and check it out. Thanks again for listening. Sorry for all the rambling. I'm always excited to be with you guys. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks for episode 110. We've got a special one. In fact, I say a couple of weeks. I think we're going to have a bonus one this week. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, and uh, I'll speak to you all very soon. We are, of course, part of the ACAST Creator Network. And finally, thank you so much to Buddy Peace, the man, the legend, the podcast producer, editor, Great guy, extraordinaire. Thank you, buddy. And I'll see you all soon.